0: Welcome to Words with Logan and Friends, a special fantasy basketball edition. I'm joined by Ryan, aka Prince Palmer, on Sleeper. We are going to be talking a little bit about the NBA season, not too much in depth. Um, And then we're going to kind of talk about our Sleeper League this year, our Dynasty startup, the brand new platform that Sleeper is kind of introducing for fantasy basketball which is significantly different than a lot of other platforms and then we're going to kind of talk about our traditional nine category head-to-head league over on yahoo so ryan i know it's been a very very short break are you ready for this nba season
1: i am totally ready for nba basketball to be back um, a lot of new faces and new places, and uh, just ready to get the season. Um, it's going to be bubble so it's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out. I think, you know, cross my fingers, everything will be A-OK, and we'll get a complete, you know, 72 game, a little bit uh, off, uh, uh, off the game schedule, but I think it's still going to be a successful year as uh, Adam
0: Silver talked about uh, yesterday in an interview. (laughs) Um, And there's a vaccine coming out. I think we have four versions that are now approved by the FDA. Do you know if that's accurate? Uh,
1: I just know of two, but I know Johnson & Johnson's coming out, and I think another one's coming out here in January. So, yeah, we should be... Should be uh, hopefully by the end, maybe at the tail end of, uh, 21, we can be able to go back and see our beloved, uh, bucks or whatever team you're supporting in, in a city near you. Um, so I'm hoping, I think that will be the case. It's just, uh, just gotta get this vaccine rolled out and, um, uh, pretty, pretty hopeful for it. So let's get back to, let's get back to Pfizer and wherever you're, you know, viewing your NBA team of your choosing
0: i'm very excited about this year because shout out to isaac who hooked me up this year of course i had to pay it's not free but uh we are doing the full game slate of nba games on nba league pass so i will be able to see all of the nba games with the exception of tnt espn abc but i have those games through youtube tv anyways i'm super super excited to sit my ass down on a couch on a random Tuesday night, turn the TV on and watch Charlotte Hornets versus New York Knicks.
1: Yeah, that's, that's definitely a good investment there. Um, a lot of NBA action and, uh, I'm looking forward to diving into the season as it kicks off tonight, two great matchups and, uh, we'll see, we'll see how, uh, how LA performs. And then, um, the Bucks and some of the other contenders that will be, you know, vying for this NBA championship this year.
0: Super curious to also see how KD and Kyrie do together. Um they last week had a rather strange periscope uh where Kyrie was basically just like preaching to the nation and uh Kevin Durant was just like sitting in there listening like probably in his head thinking this dude is an absolute idiot. And, uh, it was quite entertaining, but I'm curious how that's going to work. It could either completely explode and they could be very, very good, which I expect personally, or it might just kind of blow up in their face. We'll have to see also because Kyrie, I feel like he misses so much time all the time. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree with you. I think, you know, on the court, they're going to be pretty hard to stop offensively and defensively in that matter off the court. Um, there might be some shenanigans and some craziness, but, I think uh, with the addition of Steve Nash, uh, I think that I think the Brooklyn Nets are, are going to be one of the top teams, and
0: uh, we'll we'll talk about here in in our picks. So I thought something fun we could do, and I know actually you set this up, would be to kind of break down just some basic. I don't want to do team by team breakdowns because that'll just take too long, but just break down. You have it set up here in five different categories for each of the conferences so you have who your champion is i guess six so you have your champion oh i guess you have your champion in each conference and then the overall champ you have the mvp you have four contenders you have one sleeper you have two most improved teams uh when you said most improved what were you looking for just so i can kind of clarify that i kind of did that correctly
1: yeah, um, this is for teams that, that have done or will have a better record mm. than
0: last year. Okay. So two most improved teams, and then you have one bus team, which I'm assuming is the reciprocal of they're going to have a worse record than last year?
1: Correct. Or I guess in terms of they can still make the playoffs, but they will have a lower speed sure. than the previous half. So, yes.
0: Yep. All right, so I'll let you break down your Western Conference five categories right now, and then I'll kind of go from there.
1: All right, well, I'll I'll kind of start with the contenders um, and then kind of jump around. So my four contenders for the West, I have the Mavericks, the Lakers, the Blazers, and the Nuggets. And out of those, um, my Western Conference champion would be the Lakers. My one sleeper, which I'm pretty pumped about, um, have done a lot of... Good moves. They have a lot of good young talent. Have a hell of a coach in Monty Williams. Uh, I think the Suns are going to be the sleeper to look out for. Um, Chris Paul, I think, is going to bring some really good veteran presence there, um, but also he can he can still ball. So um, I think him and Booker are going to going to propel that offense. Um, and then DeAndre Ayton, hopefully, will stay healthy and uh, have a good good season as well. My two most improved teams in the west i had the grizzlies which um again was i was tough between the Suns and the grizzlies for sleeper i went with the Suns, but i think the grizzlies uh will be very much improved i think john morant is for real i think he's going to be one of one of the best superstars in the next you know six to seven years i think his consistency will will be throughout his uh you know throughout this league and uh I think he's. I think him and the Grizzlies are going to make the playoffs. Um, so, and then the the other team that I think is going to do very well this year, um, in comparison to last year, is the Kings. Um, I think brings some very key defensive minded players um, like Whiteside, and um, will bring some length and which they need. And I think I think they're. I think it's going to be the turnaround starting this year for the Kings. They might not make the playoffs, but I think they're going to be maybe the 9 or 10 just outside the playoffs there. And then my one bus team um, for the West is the Jazz. Um, I just don't think they're going to meet expectations um, as last year. Uh, I think they're still going to be a good team, but I just don't think they're going to be anywhere close to where they were last year. I think they're going to take a step back um, and from from the West.
0: And then who's your Western champion?
1: My Western champion is the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I I think they were, they were returning too much uh, star power. Uh, LeBron James, they added a huge big man um, in, in, in Mark. And uh, I think, I think they're going to, they're going to repeat for the Western conference
0: as well. On my side then for the West. So starting with my four contenders, uh, mine are, a tad bit different than you. So I have the Lakers at the top. Uh clear cut favorite in the West, which is odd to say because it's so so deep. Second, after that, I would probably go with the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, with Kawhi, George, and company. Depends on the load management, also. Third, I'm gonna go with the Nuggets. Um, Nuggets will be there at the top for for some time I don't know if they have enough to compete for a title right now, but they do have such a good good team if they were in the Eastern Conference I think it'd be a substantially different story. They're just they're too good um, To not be considered a contender and the fourth I have an opposite perspective of you is the Utah Jazz So they're bringing back literally everybody from their team um, Including they just paid Rudy Gobert and also, uh, they obviously got Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, uh, Bogdan, or sorry, Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, and Royce O'Neill is the other starter there with Utah. I like Utah. I think they're not necessarily going to contend for a title, but they're good enough to be in that top tier. My one sleeper, I was going to go with the Suns as well, but just to kind of differentiate from you, I'm gonna go with the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion obviously uh, brought a lot of hype last year, that's for sure. Um, And no matter how hard they tried to get him into the playoffs, it didn't happen anyways. Uh, But Brandon Ingram, we'll see if him and Zion actually works. I know a lot of people have kind of bounced back and forth on if those two can kind of mesh together or not. They're obviously bringing over uh, Eric Bledsoe who is now going to be starting alongside Lonzo Ball. They lost Drew Holiday, which is a substantial loss, obviously, to the Bucs, being a star on the two sides of offense and defense. Others that were in contention were my most improved teams. So, again, the Suns and the Grizzlies, those are my most improved. I think the Grizzlies, I don't see them getting worse. Uh, Jaron Jackson starting the year injured those. That's kind of a worry. Um, And they drafted Desmond Bain, who I've been super, super high on uh, for a couple months. Suns, like you kind of said as well, are going to be competing for the playoffs. One team I will, and you you can't really throw them out, regardless of what they did in the offseason. One very deep sleeper that, that like, literally I wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs would be the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they have so many first-round picks. I literally, like, you're going to hit on a couple eventually. But they have so many first-round picks. I think Shea Gilgis-Alexander goes on to another level this year with Thunder. Um, Al Al Horford's going to be pretty solid because they don't really have anybody else there. Um, And then we'll see what happens with a couple of these rookies that they're bringing in, these young guys. Obviously, shout-out to uh, George Hill as well over there. So my bust team, and I feel like I call them my bust every year because they're so overhyped. Uh, Defensive, just a nightmare is the Minnesota Timberwolves. And because I know right now that all these Timberwolves fans are just buzzing about the fact that they got the number one pick in Anthony Edwards. Uh, They were obviously very hyped about Wiggins, who I show my respect for Wiggins. A lot of people disagree, uh, but I still think Wiggins is a good player. They got D'Lo. They got Towns. But you know Wolves fans are hyped for this year. They think they're making the playoffs. I There's no chance they're making the playoffs. It's too deep. And uh, we'll have to see what happens with Anthony Edwards. So my champ is the Los Angeles Lakers, just like you. I'll turn it back to you for the Eastern Conference.
1: All right. For my Eastern Conference, for my four contenders, Uh no surprise really here. Um, and I'll, I will say that I think the East is going to be by far the most entertaining of the, the between the two, um, the two, to, you know, the two uh, East versus West, the conferences, um, but four contenders here, no surprise uh, bucks um, heat, the nets and then the Boston Celtics. Um, I feel like these two are these four teams always kind of float to the top. Um, these last couple of years, and I think they're going to continue to get better, and just one of these four are going to represent the East in the uh, Eastern Conference for um, the NBA title. Uh, my sleeper for the Eastern Conference is the Washington Wizards. Um, I think I think they're going to surprise a lot of folks. I think they're going to bring some really good star, um, really good offensive star power with. Uh, Bradley Beal, who uh, I think is going to take a giant leap forward in his career. And then, of course, you got Russ, and he's got a motor that can go for days. So he, you know, I think they're going to be running the ball a lot in fast break, and they're going to be wearing down a lot of teams. So I'm looking forward to seeing them play and see how that team kind of meshes together. Also, um, they have <laughs> Robin. Lopez now and uh, Thomas Bryant, who I think is going to be a very well-improved center um, is very young too. So I think that team's going to be pretty good uh, this year and uh, could, could sneak in the playoffs. We will see um, my two uh, m- most improved from last year uh, magic, who I'm very excited about, you know, last year and, um, if I was not a Bucks fan, I think I would be rooting for the for the Orlando Magic. I like their team, I like how they structured their team, and I, I think their offense is going to be a lot better. Uh, defense, if they can pick it up on the defensive side, they can really win a lot of games. And uh, if they sneak in the playoffs, I think it's it's a lot. It's going to be a trap game, whoever they play. The other team, uh, the Hornets. I think the Hornets are going to be good. Um, obviously, uh, Lamelo Ball is going to be just hyped. Um, and I know he's been getting a lot of praise and I think he's going to be in the running for offensive, um, or rookie of the year, uh, between him and Wiseman, but I think he's probably going to win, um, just in terms of dishing the ball out. And I think they've, um, added, you know, added Gordon Hayward, which, you know, staying, if he stays healthy, I think he'll, he'll bring another uh, layer of offense that they need um probably a little bit of a surprise for most but my bus team for the east um and just say this cuz i don't think they're going to be as good as a lot of people think they will be this year but the raptors um you know losing Marc Gasol and some of the other big men um they do re- return some really good players fred van fleet is going to be i think a star this year but i just don't think they're going to be bringing the the firepower that they need um they're they're pretty seasoned um, but I, I think they'll still be, you know, a playoff team, but I don't think they're going to be, uh, I, you know, I I think they're going to be one and one and done in the playoffs, to be honest. I don't think they're going to be above a five seed. Um, I just have a feeling injuries might, might hurt them and they might slip down, but they will still probably make the playoffs. So my Eastern Conference champ is the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they got too much firepower and uh, Giannis is going to bring, Um, his money bags and his just athleticism and freakish nature. And uh, we're going to make it to the NBA NBA championship this year. I will turn it over to you for your Eastern Conference picks. All right. So
0: my East contenders, I got four of them. It was, I mean, I was debating between five. Uh, I have the Nets, the Bucks, the 76ers, and the Heat. And the only other team that I really even considered was the Raptors, so not the Celtics. To be honest, since the Celtics have gotten quote-unquote good, and Jason Tatum, yes, he's a star, they don't scare me in the slightest. The Bucks match up with them so good. I don't consider them a, a contender regardless of how they finish in the playoffs or, or sorry, in the regular season. I, I'm not scared of the Celtics at all, um, and especially Celtics fan base. So I'm not going to throw the Celtics in that category um, for this. My one sleeper is going to be the Pacers. Now, the reason for them being the sleeper, I think they were the five seed last year. Uh, could be mistaken. They might have been the six, uh, but they still have, like, a good team. The only problem with literally all of them on the team is health. They have a brand-new coach as well. Uh, Brogdon, he's going to miss his handful of games. Oladipo misses a lot of games. Sabonis is a star. Miles Turner uh, got obviously cut into his role a little bit there. Uh, But I think the Pacers are good. I think they just have too many good players to not be having the potential to potentially even slide into the four seed uh, if they can get hot. Most improved teams, I got two of them. Uh, So my two teams are the Washington Wizards. I know that you had them um, as your sleeper team. I think they're definitely going to be improved. Russell Westbrook has actually looked really, really good in preseason. Um, It's going to be really interesting to see how him and Beal work together. Uh, Thomas Bryant is a name to watch for sure with the Wizards. Um, And then they also have Denny Adfakia, who is coming over from Israel. And he honestly may start from day one. The Hawks are my other most improved team. Uh, They have a lot of good key role players. They obviously had a huge offseason. They brought in a lot of guys to surround Trey Young. And I feel like they're just all shooters surrounded by uh, Clint Capella and uh, Onyeka Okongwu when he is eventually healthy to just basically get the boards from shooting threes. Uh, Probably won't be too much defense there with Atlanta which is obviously always a problem, but I think they're going to get a lot of points. They're going to score a lot of points. They have a lot of three-point shooters uh, and bucket getters, that's for sure. My one bust team, I don't even know if I call them a bust. I just think they're going to be really, really bad, is going to be the Pistons. I had debated on saying the Pistons or the Cavs here because I could not put my finger on who I think will be worse. I think the Pistons, when you look at their starting lineup, it is so bad. So it's Killian Hayes at the top, who I actually like as a rookie for point guard, um, and then you have Derrick Rose, obviously, at the sixth man. But then you have, like, Jerrion Grant, Miles Plumley, and a busted Blake Griffin. The Pistons are going to be very, very bad this year. But I think that's okay with their with their identity. I think they're just trying to rebuild, to be honest. And uh, it could work out in the end for the Pistons. My Eastern Conference champ, unfortunately, is the Brooklyn Nets. I think the Nets, when you put Kevin Durant in a team... Uh, if not the second best player in the NBA, he is the third at the least. So he is obviously very, very good. He missed an entire season. He'll be fine. And it's scary because I don't even know if we've seen Giannis match up with KD really, but Kevin Durant is just God level. And I think the Nets are just very, very good. So I know you have... In your finals, the Bucs and the Lakers, who is your champ? And then also, who is your MVP this year?
1: Yeah, I uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a finals with the Bucs and the Lakers. But ultimately, I think the Lakers are going to repeat. Um, like I mentioned, I think they just stack up very well against any team. But particularly the Bucs, I think they have enough star power with Anthony Davis. And they bring in some really good role players over. Um, So I have the Lakers. Um, I could see that going six to seven games, but ultimately LA is going to take the crown. And then my MVP this year, um, this is a challenge um, because I am a little biased toward Giannis, but I honestly think Luca Donchuk is just going to go off this year. Um, I think, you know, Dallas is going to be a really good team and he's going to lead, lead the charge so young and just, He's he's gonna put up some numbers and a lot of triple double doubles this year that um will make will make it a pretty tough race, but I think ultimately I think Luca will will take the MVP um title away from Giannis this year to to end the three peat that he's looking
0: for. How about yourself? So I also have the Lakers beating the Nets. I think that'll go six games is my guess. Um My MVP, this could completely bite me in the ass um, just because of the load management situation. Um, But I know he has a lot of doubters. I'm going to go with Anthony Davis as the MVP, which is very bold also because you obviously have LeBron James on the exact same team. I think Anthony Davis is otherworldly, just like what I talked about with Kevin Durant. I mean... Okay, quick question. Is Kevin Durant even in the running for Comeback Player of the Year? Honestly, like, he he, he will put up the stats and he will have the performance to be, quote-unquote, Comeback Player of the Year. But, like, are they going to give it to someone else?
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking about that earlier this week, too. And technically, you know, since he's been injured last year, I mean, it would be interesting to see if the NBA would give it back because you are completely right. I mean, he's going to be putting up numbers that – You know that we've seen back when he was with Golden State, and uh, it just—it's going to be pretty unfair to say he won't be the comeback player of the year. But um, I am—I'm not sure if they're going to be—you know—looking for someone else that's more. I wouldn't say deserving, but more of um, a—I don't know—that fits the bill. But I guess in terms of—I
0: don't even think they do comeback player of the year. I think they just do like most improved player. I think the NFL is the only one that does come back.
1: Yeah, actually, I think you're right now that I think about it. I don't remember last year the having a quote-unquote come, comeback player of the year. Yeah, they for I sure
0: think. do most that for a fact. So, yeah. But, I, yeah, I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. The only other option I can really can, – I mean, like, you can't call it give it to James Harden, especially with the headaches that he's causing already. Um, I mean, you don't even know where he's going to end up. Um, so you, the only ones I was thinking of in contention would be LeBron, Giannis – and, Doncic, and that's it. I think it's really a four-person race just before the season ends. So we'll have to see what happens. Love Anthony Davis. I think the the impact he has on the Lakers is, is underappreciated, that's for sure. So we're going to come right back, and we are going to talk about our season for the last dance. We're going to do a team breakdown uh, and then go from there. Being weasel, that's the way. The ice in this pattern, my dinner 180, I went up the wrong way. Look at the bells and it twinkling and glistening shine, you gonna need some sunblock. Thousands of grams of grams and certified stones that came on a time clock. All of my woolies, coyotes, we sticking together, we coming like shy toss. Put a track on that bitch if you love her, cause she coming through like a cool squad. I put it on in the zaba, I got different designers all over. Okay, so we are gonna start by breaking down first our Dynasty League that we actually drafted over quarantine. So I still remember, I think uh, it was a snowy day, but this draft took place over, I think it was like five days, I want to say, long draft format. Uh, Sleeper, last year they introduced a pilot where they were trying a new type of fantasy basketball. And the point of it was they wanted to focus on making it kind of similar to fantasy football in that you start a player one game. Obviously, in the NFL, you get one game a week. Uh, NBA, they wanted to kind of shape it the exact same way. So it, it gives you some sort of thought process in terms of how you want to play a player, when you want to play them, looking at matchups and deciding from that. So rather than like your standard fantasy basketball points league where you have to set your lineup all the time and you have to set them every game that they're in and then it's just basically who gets the most points here it's more strategic and that you pick one game it is a points league you go head-to-head with an opponent and then you get a record from that so um, i'm very very curious to see how this goes i think it'll be interesting um, and literally none of us know how to play this strategy especially with one game in mind so it'll be definitely Um, intriguing to see who comes out on top Uh, i think there's one team personally that sticks above the rest as you're going to kind of hear about but literally anything can happen because none of us know what we're doing so as we talk through these teams we're just going off of perceptions we have right now uh, just due to basic basketball knowledge not necessarily as we for experts so we know what we're talking about so Take this with a grain of salt, especially if you're a team that doesn't make the playoffs uh, or that we predict you to make the playoffs. So it is an eight-team league. It's only eight teams. Uh, didn't really try to branch out too far. We're planning to expand next year, which is going to be interesting, especially because we're going to be a, a keeper-type expansion draft ordeal. Um, and then we're going to go from that. So general settings right now, we have 15 starters uh, and our bench is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So our bench is ten. The only reason it's bigger is because of COVID concerns. We know that there's a vaccine in the works, but at the same time, we saw with football, literally from my dynasty team, there's so many people that either A were injured or B had COVID, and you have to drop them on your IR for a, a period of time. So uh, that's kind of our settings. It is, as I just kind of said, points scoring. So to put it into perspective, you get a half point for every point that is scored. You get one point for a rebound or assist, two points for a steal or a block. and Then you lose two points for a turnover, lose two points for a technical, lose two points for a flagrant, and then you get three points for a double-double, and then you get five points for a triple-double. Also, you get a half point if you make a three-pointer. So, these are just kind of the sleeper standard settings, um, with the exception being the technicals and the flagrants, I believe. Uh, But those are just kind of the settings we're rocking with. Obviously, this is kind of a trial year for all of us. We'll see what happens, and then obviously, like all of my other fantasy leagues, we have a voting period uh, about different rules that we might want to add from what we see, things that we think might be better for the league. So... The inevitable is we're probably going to be expanding from 8 to at least 10, either 10 or 12. We'll see what happens. Uh, but it's a good group of guys and a girl that we grabbed from some of our big fantasy football leagues that we have. So let's get into team number one. Team number one is yours truly, Ryan. Young Guns. So what we're going to talk about here with each team is the following. Rock stars. So Ryan's going to talk about who he thinks are his stars. stars. I'll talk about my three stars on the person's team. And that's for this year specifically. It could be overall. We're going to talk about one sleeper that we have. We're also going to talk about one deep sleeper on the team. We're going to talk about one bust for this year. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about likes of a team, what we like about the team, what we dislike about the team, needs that they may have, do we think they're going to make playoffs, and then finally, who's their best rookie. So a player they can look forward to Obviously, this year's rookie draft was a little bit weaker in comparison to a lot of other years, but you never know. Obviously, it's the first year. It all depends on spot, situationals. So Ryan, I'm going to start by asking you, who do you think are your three superstars?
1: All right. So starting my starting my team, my three uh, superstars or rock stars that I think uh, that will be carrying my team will be Jamal Murray, Brandon
0: Ingram, and Trey Young. All right, so mine, I got two that you had as well. So Trey Young, again, we're a points league, so that that you gotta take into perspective in the categories I just talked about. Trey Young, Jamal Murray, and then Devin Booker is my third star for you, rather than Brandon Ingram. So who do you think is your sleeper, your standard sleeper on your team?
1: Uh, I uh, so I'm gonna go with Dylan Brooks. Um, I think he's going to bring a lot of power offensively and uh, rack up a lot of points this year.
0: All right, so I'm going with their team. I'm going go with Markel Fultz. Just signed a pretty good contract. He is quite the story. Philadelphia gave up on him. He was the number one pick for them. They traded him to Orlando. He was really good last year in the bubble, and he's been really good this, this preseason as well. I think Fultz found his spot. I like Markel Fultz a lot. For you, who's your super deep sleeper?
1: So this guy, I was so happy I got him in our initial draft. Um, It kind of fell to me, but Jackson Hayes out of New Orleans. Um, A lot of development that he still needs to do, but I think down the line he'll still get a lot of minutes. Um, I know the coaching staff really likes him. He's got a he's got a good motor on him, and uh, you know, looking forward to seeing where his development and where his season goes. And I'm hoping that he'll
0: turn out to be um, a great player in addition to my team. All right, so my super deep sleeper is the Russian mafia son, Alexei Pokashevsky from the Oklahoma City Thunder, drafted this year from the Thunder. I was literally begging people to draft him in our rookie draft so that his mafia-looking family did not come after us and kill us. But literally, seriously speaking here, Pokashevsky could start with the Thunder. There's so much uncertainty going on. I think there's really only three for sure starters, and that would be Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Al Horford, and Darius Baisley, who I'm going to talk a little bit about later. He could also not start as well. But uh, Pokashevsky is a deep sleeper. He hits threes. He's a good shooter. Someone to definitely keep your eye on. Uh, what do you like about your team?
1: Yeah, my team, um, you know, I kind of did the strategy of a very young, um, I wanted to get a good core of guards. And, um, you know, I wanted to see if they can get a long term contract which most of them did. Um, I have a decent bench, but uh, definitely still need a little bit work there. Um, But I'm, I'm happy with my young guns,
0: as I as I call them. So my likes were exactly the same. So I'm going to bounce right back to you with your dislikes. What do you dislike about your teams?
1: Uh, some, some players are very high risk injury prone, which, you know, obviously can't if they're not playing no points. Um, and I've lacked a little bit of center and power forward depth in my draft. Um, not intentionally just kind of how the draft fell to, to me, but, um, definitely something, um, that I'll be looking forward to maybe in a trade or in next year's rookie draft.
0: Yep. So I kind of said big men as well, just because of the fact that, it is only three points, but you do get a three-point double-double bonus for having big men. Um, what do you view as? You said your your needs are kind of power forward and center. Uh, do you think that you're going to make playoffs this year?
1: I do. Um, I just need my team to stay healthy and um, hopefully that um, my best rookie that I that I will will talk about here, James Wiseman. I'm hoping he can help me with the double doubles and uh, you know start from day one, which it looks like he will be um so i I do think i'll be making the playoffs this year
0: i'm gonna also go with yes just because your guard play guards typically score a lot of points from my recollection in points leagues uh you said your best i think we kind of mutually agree that your best rookie will be your number two no number one overall pick which was james wiseman the starting center for the golden state warriors what do you think
1: Yes, I agree. I think, um, you know, it was either him or or Ball, and I really needed some center depth, and I think he will be really good. A lot of shots are going to be taken. Um, Probably going to be a lot of made shots, but in the case of rebounds, I'm hoping that he can rack up a bunch, Um, and, uh, you know, I I think he's going to get a lot of good minutes for the Warriors. Um, And I think we we missed one, but my one bust that we will each talk about on our team Um, unfortunately, you know, I have to put this in, but Dennis Schroeder, um, I think hopefully he doesn't bust, but I just can see it happening at LA. He gets kind of swallowed up with the rotation there. Um, might not have the most production going from Oklahoma City to LA. Um, so that's my prediction.
0: And then my bust for you would be a guy I'm actually not high on at all. And that's Lori Markinen for the Chicago Bulls. They just drafted Patrick Williams. I think he is much better. They don't play the same position, but I think he's going to become the focus, and him and Levine are going to be the kind of the guys. Wendell Carter as well. Uh, But I don't like Laurie Markkinen. As you saw, clearly the Bulls don't like Laurie Markkinen as well because they didn't even try to negotiate an extension uh, before the deadline. So that's kind of my bust player for you. Let's move on to our next team, which is Bill Lambeer equals Knucklehead which is Jake's team. So looking at Jake's team, he had the number one overall pick in the vet draft. I'm assuming you know who he took. So Ryan, who are your, your rock stars for Jake?
1: Yeah, uh, no uh, no surprise here. <laughs> Greek Freak, uh, Sabanis, and Bam are my three rock stars for Jake. Um, I mean, you can't get really much bigger, better than those, than those three.
0: And my three stars for Jake are going to be Giannis, Bam, Adebayo, and then I also debated with Sabonis. It was either Sabonis or Jimmy Butler. I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler. He does sit out a good amount of chunk of games. That's why I was leaning Sabonis. I actually typed Sabonis in the box first. I changed over to Jimmy Butler. I think he's way more of a game changer if we're talking about Sabonis in terms of long term is by far the better option for Jake. So who's your sleeper for Jake?
1: Yeah, as as you mentioned, some of the Bulls players. I do think Kobe White is going to be leading that offense and dishing out a lot of assists. And see, he's pretty quick and can get the ball to Levine, Wendell Carter, and uh, some other Bull players that are on the perimeter. Um, I think he's going to have a really good season for them.
0: Now My sleeper, it's kind of a vanilla pick, but I'm going to go with John Morant. The reason I'm putting John Morant in there is because I think he's going to be coming into a superstar in his second year. Uh, Kobe White is really a good pick as well. I just didn't see any of, like, his guys that I consider to be, like, they're going to come into being a solid fantasy fantasy basketball player uh, that isn't one already. So who's your super deep sleeper?
1: <clears throat> yeah, you might have to help me with this name here. Uh, is it Denny? Avia? yes. I um... – I've watched some of his game tape and I think he's going to be someone to look into. And if you're in fantasy basketball, to acquire, I think he's going to be a really good superstar here in the next couple of years. Um, really good pick from Jake in that terms. Um, and he also wins my best rookie, um,
0: award for, for him as well. Yeah. So he actually got him at the one Oh seven, the seventh overall for a rookie. Um, I was like, because Denny, he kept fall, falling in the NBA draft. I'm like, oh my gosh, why? <laughs> I for sure thought he was going to go to the Bulls, to be honest. Uh, but they go with Patrick Williams, who was in a way a shock. But I'm also going to go with Denny Aftia as my super deep sleeper. Just because I don't think he's going to be starting on day one. Um, but I know that Russell Westbrook has been kind of mentoring and catering him already. And he just got to Washington. Obviously, he got traded. So... Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Denny. He is interesting. He's a good shooter. He's a good driver. Uh, he is definitely a project for sure. So who is your bust player for Jake?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I'm going with uh, Tara Rozier. Um, I just think there's too many cooks in the kitchen down in Charlotte. Um, I think he's going to get lost in the rotation. And, um, you know, some injuries have been plaguing him over the last couple of years. Um, I think when they drafted
0: uh, LaMelo Ball, I think, you know, the, writing was, on the raw, writing was on the wall for Rozier. So my bus pick is going to be DeMarcus Cousins. And the reason is, one, he's always injured. I Has he even played in the last two years? I don't think he has.
1: No, well, I don't think so.
0: Okay, so he's injured all the time. Second of all, he's on the Rockets, who, as we've seen, they live and die by the three. And, again, that's only because Harden's there. Uh, Literally, P.J. fucking Tucker was a center at one point. Uh, But small ball and shooting is what they kind of do. So, is DeMarcus Cousins even, like, going to fit in with that type of offense? I don't think so, personally. Uh, And he's not a good defender, either. He's just, like, lanky, slow, concrete feet. Also, I think that Christian Wood is significantly better. I think he's going to get more minutes than DeMarcus Cousins because, A, he fits in more with the NBA modern game. And B, he's just overall better. Obviously, he's younger as well. So, what do you like about Jake's team?
1: Uh, well, first and foremost, you got Giannis. I mean, that that is—he's gonna be the anchor. Um, but he also surrounds himself. I think Bam is gonna come into being a superstar. Just got a lot of money, um, and he's got some really good up and coming players, like you mentioned, uh, Morant. Um, Aaron, Go- Aaron Gordon is going to be a sneaky pick this year. I think he's going to have a breakout year and, um, some other, you know, role players that might not be superstars, but they'll still provide significant minutes and help him propel, um, and getting some points and maybe even a couple of double doubles, um, with some veterans with, um, you know, Dragic and Mike Conley.
0: And then obviously I like the Greek freak as well for fantasy. Um, I also have a tough time identifying who else are the stars that are on his team that'll play most of the game, which can be good in a way. Um, because a lot of his players are just like solid role players. So what do you dislike about his team?
1: Um, his team is a little bit older than, um, he probably, you know, might've liked in the draft, not saying that's a bad thing or anything, but, um, you know there's a lot of question marks with his bench um when it comes down to a deep you know and later in the season starting and who to bench it might be a little challenging but um
0: yeah and then dislikes for me uh, eric very very similar in that he has a lot of injury history on his team uh needs so it seems like we're very very similar on this would you say
1: Yeah, you know, flex is definitely, you know, filling that flex role and getting those in the weekly, you know, getting, you know, having confidence in what you're starting in a flex more guard play definitely would be something that he will look for maybe in a
0: trade or even next off season. Same thing here. So playoffs, I have him in the playoffs. What about you?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so after looking through the roster, I think Greek Freak and Sabonis and Bam and Jimmy Butler, as you mentioned, I think they're going to carry him into the playoffs
0: and um,
1: could, be, could be a deadly team if, if you get matched up with him.
0: And then for best rookie, we mutually have Denny Avdia as his best rookie. Uh, he has other guys like Preci- Precious Achua. I don't really know if he's going to even have a role with the Heat right away. But he could be groomed into something special. Let's move on to the third team, which is my team, Legalize Kemp. Please do it. So <laughs> if you don't know the reference, um, Sean Kemp, former Seattle Supersonics superstar. Um, and there is literally a dude, like, in the playoffs. And this was, they even showed this, I think, um, during last dance. There's, like, a guy holding a sign that says, Legalize Kemp. So let's talk about my team. Uh, who are your superstars for my team? <clears throat>
1: Yeah. Love the name. And my three uh, superstars, I know you were super pumped and I think everyone was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. But Luca, obviously I think he's my MVP that I, we talked about earlier. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, he's going to be fabulous again with the Clippers and Ben Simmons. I think, um, I think the 76ers are going to, you know, really lean on him and hopefully he stays healthy and I could see him um you know, getting a career high in triple doubles this year with a lot of, um, you know, a lot of things that need to get done for the 76ers on the offensive side. And I think they're going to lean toward him to do it.
0: So I was leaning Simmons as well. The other two you already got I had, but I have given my third starter Rudy Gobert. And the reason for that is he's going to get double doubles like every single game, but his double doubles are big double doubles. Like you're nearing 15 rebounds every single game. Probably around 20 points a game. He is a beast on the boards. He just got paid. He's going to make it shown there. Who's your sleeper for me?
1: So I have OG and how do you say his last name? OG oh, on Anobi. Anoba. Anobi. He just got paid a lot of money. And I think, you know, they invested in him uh, the, at the Raptors level. And, and I think he's going to be probably, you know, between him and Siakam and Fedran Fleet. I mean those those three guys are going to be the core, and uh, you know, depending on if they play well, they could go into the playoffs. And uh, I, I think he's going to be a really good, really good player for the next couple of years.
0: My sleeper is Darius Baisley. I mentioned him earlier in this episode. He is the starting power forward slash small forward for the Oklahoma City Thunder as of this moment, and he really gets it done in a lot of different categories. So steals, blocks, rebounds, points. Um, And occasionally he shoots three-pointers, so he's a name that not many people know, I'll be honest, so he's not the sexiest of names, but once you start watching videos on Darius Baisley and you watch him play, you'll be amazed at how good he can be, Uh, and there was kind of obviously some pieces there that, that stuck in his way, but he really came into his own at the end of the season. Who's your super deep sleeper for me?
1: So I have Andrew Wiggins, um, as you mentioned, you know, the Wolves might not be as good as some and most. Um, obviously team fans want them to make the playoffs and think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, I think Andrew Wiggins is going to be, I think that he's finally found a home where he can really, you know, become his player that, that people, you know, said that he can't, you know, go off and be a superstar or be a good role player. Um, and I think he's, a good addition. And I think, you know, he's definitely a keeper for a long time.
0: Now I'm going to go with Patrick Williams, who the Bulls just drafted this year. Clearly they saw something in him to take him where they did. Um, and I could see him starting with the Bulls very early. Honestly, he may start day one. Uh, I'm obviously not a Bulls fan, but he is good. <laughs> and that's for sure. Clearly. Clearly um cuz they draft him so high who's your bust for me
1: I have Miles Turner um I just think he's a very streaky player um you know he he if Sabonis gets injured I can definitely you know see them leaning on him but with Sabonis there taking up a lot of minutes um I think you know they're both similar age and uh, I just don't think he's going to have as good as a season as people think he will have
0: And my bus is going to be Eric Bledsoe, who is going over the New Orleans Pelicans. Clearly, he has a changed role now. He's not the go-to point guard for the Milwaukee Bucks. He's not the go-to point guard for the New Orleans Pelicans. He may start at the shooting guard position, but I think he's going to lose value very, very quickly. Um, He does get a lot of steals, but again, we're not a category league. It's more so points, and there's just too many mouths to feed there. Um, What do you like about my team?
1: Uh, you, you got, you have so many good superstars that can carry the team and carry, you know, like you mentioned, Rudy Gobert is going to be a double, double monster for you. And, uh, I think you have a very well-rounded team, um, and they can be reliable. So I, I definitely think, um, you're going to bring a lot of points to the table every night and, uh, you know, at least one or two of your players are going to go off every single night, um, for you.
0: Yeah, so I put on here, I like my big man depth, to be honest, because I have a lot of double double potential. My guard play on the other side is uh, not the best. Uh, you have a funny one for dislikes as well. What do you have?
1: Yeah, I, uh, like you mentioned, you know, could be a little stronger in guard play, um, a little bit older. Probably, I know that you're trying to get a little bit younger, too, and you have a lot of uh, Denver Nuggets, <laughs> which, I mean, it could go out well, but. Um, it's just funny how you know, I was looking at your roster when I was doing this analysis and I'm like, wow, you have a lot of Denver Nuggets. Well, one, a lot of eggs in one
0: basket there. So needs right now, you said youth. I agree. Youth are projects. Um, Cause most of my guys are just straight up vets. So I have myself making the playoffs and I'm not trying to say it in a conceited way. I'm just saying the fact that a lot of my stars at the top are, are top tier fantasy players. Um, what did you say for that?
1: yeah, I, I, I definitely think you're going to be making the playoffs. Um, seating wise, I don't know, but I definitely think you'll be, you'll be good enough, especially if Rudy Gobert stays healthy, um, him alone and Luca could really propel you into there. So.
0: Yeah. So you have Anthony Edwards, who was my number one overall pick, uh, being the best rookie on my team with the Timberwolves. Um, I don't even know what his role is going to be, to be honest, with the Wolves. He probably won't start. He'll probably be like a six-man type guy. I'm going to go with Patrick Williams. I was actually shocked because he was, what, four or five overall. And, um, like, he fell to me in the second round. I didn't even have to trade up for him. So I got him in the second round. That was huge for me. Let's move on to the next team. We got Bill Walton Smells Colors, which is Eric's team. Um, In my opinion, spoiler alert, he probably has the best team on our on our league. So who are your three star players?
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm very similar to you. Um, this guy is, this guy, Eric's team is absolutely just stacked from top to bottom. That was kind of hard to, to pick three to, to be, to pick three stars. Um, but I went with Curry, uh, Kevin Durant and, um, cat in, uh, the, in the Timberwolves lineup. Um, those three are just going to be absolutely rock solid and, uh, yeah, just just unbelievable team.
0: Yeah, so our 3 are the exact same, but I also put in here many many more cuz he has so many, <laughs> yeah. other, so many other really good players. Uh, who's your yeah. sleeper for him?
1: Uh my sleeper um is Fredman fleet I know he's becoming a star every day that passes, but I really think, you know, he's he's getting to a level where, you know, 3 or 4 down 3 or 4 years down the line, he can um, literally going to free agency and and you know great story behind him um and just just amazing actually I actually played him against him in high school twice and he beat the crap out of uh, my high school team so a lot of respect for him
0: my sleeper is wendell carter jr i kind of mentioned that i think he's gonna be starting center he should be there's no other competition there but he's gonna get a lot of blocks hopefully a lot of rebounds he does score a little bit as well who's your super deep sleeper
1: uh, Wendell Carter, um, as you mentioned, I think he's going to be a re- he's going to have a really good role with the Chicago Bulls. I think Billy Donovan really likes his um, post play, and uh, I, I, you're going to see a lot of uh, rebounds from him, and then a lot of um, you know getting getting him into the post with the ball. That's probably going to be one of their their key, key
0: strengths that the Bulls will have. My super deep sleeper is Devin Vassell with the Spurs, uh, very interesting name. He is going to be injured, I believe, could be wrong, to start the year, but he's a name, definitely keep an eye out for him. Who's your bust?
1: My bust is Victor Oladipo, um, and mainly because he can never really stay healthy. Um, and when he is healthy, he doesn't seem to have the most production on the floor. Um, and he's very spotty. Some games he can go off, but most of the time he's kind of in the background just trying to facilitate for the players. Um, and I don't think he's going to be going to be good or relevant in the next couple of years, to be honest.
0: My bus player is going to be Bogdan Bogdanovich, the guy that costed the Bucks a second round ghost pick fuck the nba that's some bullshit but bogdan bogdanovich i think he's gonna be a boss and the reason i say that is because yes they assigned him and the kings didn't match but also there's just so many shooters there so yes he's gonna have obviously some good games but also i could see him not having the role that a lot of people may envision that he has what do you like about eric's team
1: well there's a there's so much to like. I mean, he is absolutely stacked. I mean, his starters, I am so scared of facing him when I face him. Um, he's just going to absolutely go off and um, just unbelievable star power. Great draft from him. Um, I can't believe when I was looking down at his roster, I'm like, how did he get all these good players?
0: Yeah. I just need to know what the hell we were doing during this draft. <laughs> What dislikes, what do you not <laughs> like about his team? So, what do you not like about his team?
1: Um, he, he's uh, you know, some of the players that he has on his roster, consistency wise, um, a lot of them are streaky, and um, you know, his taxi isn't that great, as you mentioned. Um, he has a best sell who could you know, become one of a good player down the road, but, um, you know, he's kind of in a win win right now, which, um, he definitely can. No, no question about that
0: depth or like eighth or ninth guys on this team. But again, who cares? Um, best rookie. We both have Devin Vassell as his best rookie. It's either Devin Vassell, Onyeka Okongwu, Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain is an interesting name as well. I know I said I really, really like him with Memphis. Um, But we both unanimously think he's making the playoffs. Let's move on to the next one. So we have Want a Sprite Cranberry, which is Will's team. Uh, Let's talk about who do you think Will's stars are?
1: Uh, So I have Will's stars. I have Bradley Beal, Chris Middleton, and the Joker, um, or Djokovic, from uh, Denver. I think those three guys. We'll put up solid numbers and uh, be be the bedrock for Will's team.
0: So I'm gonna replace Middleton with Siakam. So I got Pascal Siakam, Nikola Jokic, and then Bradley Beal. Side note: I love Nikola Jokic. He's one of my favorite players in the league because he can literally do everything. He is one of the best passers in the NBA, and he's a fucking center. Like <laughs> that's nuts. Bradley Beal just a pure scorer. Pascal Siakam's obviously the star there with Toronto. Who's your sleeper for Will?
1: Uh, my sleeper, and I think he's going to have a f- really good season um, next to Luka, is Tim Hardaway. Um, he's really improved his shooting, and um, I think he's really good on defensive
0: uh, on the defensive side as well. And my sleeper is going to be Josh Richardson, who is now in Dallas. He's going to be the starting point guard with Dallas. Watch out for him. Who's your super deep sleeper?
1: um and i really like this guy too deandre fox from sacramento i think he's a good stash um you know might not put up huge numbers but i think he's gonna surprise a lot of people
0: and mine's gonna be killian hayes i feel like a lot of my super deep sleepers are rookies but rightfully so because you never know what's gonna happen to him killian hayes with detroit he's gonna be starter day one it's not even a question derrick rose is obviously good but he's old what's the value in starting him you know you already know what you get with him so killian hayes is a really interesting name who's your bust
1: yeah so i have uh montrez um harrell um and i I just i think he's gonna take a step back i think he's gonna have a curse on him going from uh the clippers to the los angeles lakers
0: and my bust is going to be duncan robinson and the reason for that is he had so much hype building around him i think he's a good three-point shooter and i think he's still going to make plenty of three-point shooters but at the end of the day he's going to be a flex type player and i don't really know what he's going to do for fantasy because he he does play a lot but outside of make threes he doesn't really do anything else so that's kind of scary to think about for fantasy basketball purposes what do you like about will's team
1: yeah. And I think we both uh, are going to say the same thing. Jokic, uh, he, I mean, like you said, he can do everything. He's going to be the anchor for Will's team. Um, just going to be a double, double, maybe even triple, double machine. Um, he's got some good, you know, Washington, he's got, um, you know, Russ and Beal and uh, he's got some young talent. Um, Killian Hayes, as you mentioned, you know, Detroit needs a ton of help. And I think a lot of uh,
0: fantasy potential um there with Hayes and what I like is Jokic I already told you I love (laughs) Jokic he has a lot of vets which usually puts someone into win now mode we'll have to see if that actually reflects on the court what do you dislike about his team
1: yeah he doesn't have a lot of depth um, and some really really injury prone players I mean if things go south in Washington with both players going down for some reason or just not having the production that maybe that they want um, he can go downhill pretty fast.
0: And then mine would be that he doesn't really have many ceiling plays on the bench. Again, not a problem, especially if he's in win now mode, which to be honest, do we even know what our identity is right now? No, because we don't know how this league's going to go. But he doesn't have many ceiling plays, especially if, you know, a lot of these guys kind of pan out and they don't really do, or sorry, they kind of phase out and they don't really do much could be problematic. Uh, what do you think about his needs?
1: Yeah, um, as you mentioned, I think he he needs some better players with better ceiling, um, more, you know, just better ceiling. And um, he's lacking some depth in this uh, small forward position. Um, so maybe potentially need a trade uh, in the season or address that in the next offseason. Do you think he makes playoffs? I don't think he's going to make the playoffs personally. <laughs>
0: All right, so currently I have him making the playoffs, but again, this is all retrospect. We don't know anything right now. So best rookie right now we both have being Killian Hayes with the Detroit Pistons. Let's move on to our next team, which is MPJ's Conspiracy Theories. So who do you think Justin's star players are?
1: Uh, None other than King James, Damian Lillard, and Spider-Man are going to be my top three stars for Justin
0: then mine will be lebron james damian lillard and shea gilgis alexander i am so bought into the hype i i can't wait to see what he does with not many people around him who's your sleeper this year
1: i have uh jimmy and, or how, how do you say his name jimmy and grant or jeremy jeremy yeah jimmy grant from detroit um you know detroit's not going to be a good team but i think Fantasy-wise, he's going to be dishing the ball out and helping that team
0: along with um, Killian Hayes. And my sleeper is Michael Porter Jr. And he's not really a sleeper, but I think he's going to rise into being a starter and a potential star in the next couple years with Denver. So who's your super deep sleeper?
1: Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, kind of a washy pick, but Whiteside, I mean, he's he's been good in the past. Um, but I, I he just hasn't rose to that level of stardom. And I think he's gonna have a fresh start with Sacramento. They're gonna really need him to play really well and he's gonna
0: become an emerging star um out in Sacramento this year. My super deep sleeper is gonna be Obi Toppin. Ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. It's <laughs> not really a super deep sleeper, but uh there's not many people I see there with like Borderline questionable uh, ceiling play. I'm gonna go with Obi Toppin, uh, and and hopefully he pans out with New York. Who's your bust player?
1: Yeah, my bust player is Tobias Harris. Um, again, there's just a lot of a lot of feeding, you know, a lot of mouths to feed in Philadelphia. Um, he's a little bit older. I just don't think his production's gonna be quite there, and I think it's gonna be started the downturn for. Uh, him, unfortunately.
0: And my bus is gonna be Hassan Whiteside. I do not like Hassan Whiteside um, with the Kings because there's a lot of question marks in the front, in the, uh, in the front corner, I should say, uh, with like Rashawn Holmes and uh, Nemanja Jelica or whatever the hell is. I literally I don't even know who these people are. But that could also be good because that means Whiteside is gonna get a ton of freaking minutes. Uh, what do you like and what do you dislike about his team?
1: Yeah, he uh, kind of opposite of Will. He's got a lot of players with very high ceilings. He's got a lot of six men that could be in the running for you know six men of the year. Um, so you're going to see a lot of minutes out of them, a lot of good production, um, and you can't really count out you know LeBron James and Damian Lillard is just going to be an absolute freak again this year, bringing a ton of ton of points, double doubles galore for uh, Justin.
0: So I'm going to go with for his dislikes, and you just said he has a very good starting lineup. For dislikes, I don't like that a lot of his bench players are like one-trick ponies. So it might be a guy that's very good with three-pointers, very good with steals, very good for category leagues, but at the same time we're doing a points league here. They don't really contribute much else outside of that, which could be problematic. Uh, Needs, it seems like we both just want more upside players for Justin. Uh, Best rookie... Again, ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. It's without question. I know that Justin was hyped to get Obi Toppin when he was available in the draft. So we'll see how he does with the New York Knickerbockers. Moving on, we have Love and Backflip Ball, which is Tyler's team, and he's the most interesting team because honestly, I can't really get a gauge uh, on his team in terms of like, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? It's going to be good. It's going to be bad. So there's a lot of variance here from from just my initial reaction. Who are your three stars for Tyler?
1: Yeah, like you said, his team can win the championship or be last place. So uh, he's got a lot of hot and cold players. But my three stars um, are Harden, Embiid, and Brogdon.
0: And my star players are Harden, Embiid, and Christian Wood. And the reason for that is Brogdon, again, gets injured a lot. Christian Wood. He kind of came into his own last year, which is so weird because he was in the Bucks G League for a lot of the time. Uh, but then he ends up going to Detroit. He shows his kind of game, and now he's in Houston. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think he's getting a lot of stats with Houston. Who's your sleeper for Tyler?
1: Yeah, my sleeper is Jonas Valachunas um, with Memphis. Um, with the parting of you know some key players there, he's going to get tons of minutes. And uh, they definitely need really big help with front court. Um, They got their guard play locked up. And I think he's going to have a lot of good production for them.
0: I like that pick a lot because uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., who I actually have, is going to be injured for a while. So Jonas Valanciunas should start for them. I've actually always liked him. He's been been a pretty solid player, especially when he was with Toronto. Now he's in Memphis uh my sleeper is thomas bryant remember the name thomas bryant washington wizards center good 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 player and now they're kind of i don't know if i call it a rebuild but he's a very very interesting player with a very high ceiling he's your super deep sleeper it looks like
1: yeah and i actually just tried to try to trade for him uh sent him a, a decent offer i guess it wasn't enough Um, but yeah, I really liked Thomas Bryant. Um, I think, you know, like you said, he's, he's going to be around for a long time and he's in a good spot to kick off his, uh, I think it's going to be a great year, a great career for him.
0: My super deep sleeper right now is LaMelo Ball. And the only reason for that is he's on his taxi. There's no problem at all with that. He doesn't really know what the role is going to be with the Hornets to start. Honestly, he may not even start at the guard position, uh, to begin the year. It could be Devonte Graham and Terry Rogier, and he could be like a six man. I think it's a matter of time before he becomes the starter. I think Tyler's just kind of gauging, you know, how he is as a player. Who's your boss for Tyler?
1: Yeah, my boss this year is Daniel Tice. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't think, I just don't think he's going to be bringing, you know, I think he was hyped a lot last year and he was decent, but, um, you know, with who they are bringing in and just the rotation wise, uh, you know, they're going to rely on a lot of their guard play. um, And I just don't think he's going to be that relevant this year.
0: So my boss is going to be John Collins, and I don't think he's going to be bad just to kind of put that into your memory. I don't think he's going to be bad again. Like I've been talking about with the Hawks consistently, there are so many mouths there. They're going to be a very, very interesting league pass team. Uh, I can't wait to watch them. Because they have so many people, like John Collins is in power forward, You have, but now here's the thing, you have Danilo Gallinari, he's very interesting, he was good with the Thunder, Clint Capella, and others, Onyeka Kangwu, that are going to kind of cut into his minutes. Um, John Collins, though, is going to be very, very interesting, because the Hawks did not re-sign him, so he's really in a contract year, that could kind of completely boost his, uh, his outlook for, for fantasy. So what do you like and what do you dislike about Tyler's team?
1: Yeah, and this is kind of a yin and yang. Um, You know, on the surface, Harden and Irving are going to be just going to be great, I think, in terms of scoring points and just doing what they do because, you know, they're superstars. Um, I also like, you know, we mentioned Thomas. Uh, Bryant and uh, Christian Wood is one of your, when you mentioned one of your superstars, I think he's going to be so good in Houston. I was so mad when the Bucks, you know, traded him. Understood why they did it, but I was really upset because I think he's going to be just an amazing player down the line. Um, his dislikes, you know, I think might have to wait a couple years or maybe a year or so in order to get fully in terms of where he's going to be um, where his team wants to go. Um, if Harden doesn't know, I mean, there's a lot of question marks between Irving and Harden and those guys are so crazy off the court. We don't know what's going on, but on the court, they know how to play basketball. Um, they're he's a little aged, um, probably going to try to get a little bit younger. And then, um, you know, hopefully injuries don't plague him. Um, I think he's on the cusp. I think, you know, he will make the playoffs, but I can definitely see if some injuries, um, you know, if injuries are, Going to happen to him. He might not make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So a lot of his starters, as I kind of mentioned with Justin's team for his bench, a lot of the starters are kind of one-trick ponies, or they might be role players on on their own team. So I'm curious what their ceiling is. Um, unfortunately, we got to kind of think about as well. Harden. You know, I love James Harden. James Harden by far is the best fantasy basketball player because he contributes in like eight different categories. So that's huge. Free throws, steals, believe it or not, plays relative defense with steals, scores a lot of points, rebounds, assists, you name it. He has some really good power forwards, I think, as well. Um, But we'll kind of see what happens. For needs, for what I put for needs is he needs to draft and get rid of players that think the earth is flat, rule number one. And he actually needs starters and maybe a little bit more with double-double potential would you put for needs?
1: Yeah, I, I think he needs to package up a deal and, you know, get a young superstar. Um, my, when, you know, my doors are open if you want to trade Thomas Bryant, I'm, I'm here. Um, but yeah, just need to get a little bit younger and, you know, maybe more stable in terms of points every night or, you know, me a little bit more consistency, um, Because, you know, ultimately you got to know kind of what you're going to be able to get from a player. And right now there's a lot of question marks um, surrounding, obviously, Harden, Irving, um, and some other players and what role they're going to be playing and how many points they're going to contribute.
0: Do you have him making playoffs? I currently don't, but if Harden gets his shit together, because he's a freaking nutcase right now, literally Harden could carry him to the finals because he can put up like 50 points in fantasy week after week.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think um, there's a lot of question marks and, you know, I think he's, he's really banking on uh, Harden finding a team and a team that will
0: accept him so he can ball out. Uh, For best rookie, it seems like we mutually also have LaMelo ball for us there. So let's move on to our final team, which is banking on the seas. It's Andy's team. Uh, Who are your superstars for Andy?
1: So my three superstars, I have Zach Levine,
0: uh, the Anthony Davis, and Tyler Hero. And mine would be Anthony Davis, Zach Levine, and Andre Drummond. Because Andre Drummond I don't think is a good NBA player. I think he's more, he would have been a freaking stud in the 90s, but he gets double-doubles. So that's bonus points. He averages around 17 rebounds a game. Good fantasy player. Who's your sleeper?
1: Yeah, my sleeper this uh, for Andy is Buddy Hield. Um, I think he's becoming a more rele- relevant player. He can shoot the ball and he is, uh, you know, really good on the defensive side. More more people don't realize that, but he is, um, and I think he'll he'll fit in really nicely with Sacramento and uh, contribute a lot to that team.
0: My sleeper is going to be Clint Capella. I don't really call him a sleeper, but I think he's going to break out big time. Uh, who's your super deep sleeper?
1: My super deep sleeper, this for Andy is Robert Covington. Um, I think he wasn't too happy with um, Houston. And I, I'm glad he's, you know, found a more of a better contender now with Portland. And I think he's just going to thrive
0: there. <laughs> My super deep sleeper is definitely going to be Derek White. Derek White with the Spurs. He should start the year injured, but he's definitely a name to look out for. Who's your bust for Andy?
1: My bust for Andy is uh, Gordon Hayward. Uh, he's, already, he's already injured, um, and I don't know how he's going to fit with uh, Charlotte. Um, I think there's a lot of mouse feed down there. Um, I don't think he's going to be having great season this year.
0: I'm in the exact same boat. Injury is a big concern. What do you like and what do you dislike about Andy's team?
1: Well, first off, I like Anthony Davis. I think he's just going to be just an absolute beast for her in terms of points, double-doubles. And, uh, you know, he's just a young, good center. Uh, Obviously, she likes her centers. um, So there's a lot of good uh, potential there. And some really good emerging um, stars on some really good teams that could be, you know, for, um, you know, competing for a championship. You got Tyler Hero, uh, Clint Capella, and then RG Barrett. Again, Knicks are not going to be like competing for a championship, but I think they're going to be, you know, a decent squad, better than last year at least.
0: Yeah. So I really, really like Levine. Uh, AD obviously is a top three fantasy player going forward, ton of double, double potential. Obviously, the only concern is him sitting out games, but good thing about our league is it doesn't matter because you only play him once a week. Um, so if it's just load management, he'll be playing the next day. I really, really like Al, Al Horford this year. Again, they don't really have many many other people with the Thunder. Dislike, I, she literally has no guards. That's the problem without Levine. Um, she does have a lot of guys that can also bust, and then there she just uh, this is with, goes without question. She has a ton of of centers which is uh, always problematic so i don't think she's a playoff team do you
1: no i i don't think she's a playoff team she's very old in terms of her players um and like you said she really doesn't have that many guards to rely on and that might be troublesome when she's trying to fill a roster <laughs> later in the season
0: and then, my, ooh, we have a difference here in best rookie. So I got Tyrese Halliburton with the with the Kings. I think he's eventually going to become the starter with the Kings. What about you? Who do you have?
1: Uh, I have Okoro. Um, I, I really like him. Um, you know, I was doing a little bit of research on him, um, but I do like your pick as well. I, I do agree with you. I think he's going to become a really good starter, a, good, a
0: starter and a really good star in uh, Sacramento. So that's what we got about our last dance dynasty league let's now talk briefly about our nine categories head-to-head league it is called apartment 720 ceo larry sanders if You don't get the joke uh larry sanders literally threw a bottle or hit up hit someone with a bottle at apartment 720 when he was with the box he got a big suspension uh, he's a whack job so, it's a 12-team league. Uh, we did our draft, I don't know, I think it was last Thursday, um, and kind of calculated out our power rankings. I know you were, you were at the back end. I was towards the top half. Um, but again, So, this league is a little different. It's in Yahoo. It's head-to-head, and it's categories. So, the nine categories include points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, turnovers, field goal percentage, Three-point percent, or sorry, uh, field goal percentage, free throw percentage, three-pointers made, and I don't know if I said turnovers, but I'm missing one category. There's nine categories, and you go head-to-head with an opponent, and however many categories you win on the week, goes to your like accumulated or cumulative record. So, example, if I won five categories on a week and lost four, I would be five and four after week one. It's uh, about a fifteen or sixteen-week season. The top six make the playoffs. It's just standard after that. And it's head-to-head. So in these types of leagues, you want to try to get guys that are going to contribute in a variety of categories. And additionally, I know a lot of strategies. Some people they just straight up punt a position. So like let's say for example, I was focused on rebounds, points, and blocks. And I do not care at all about free throw percentage. So guys I would be drafting would be like Andre Drummond, Giannis, um, Rudy Gobert to an extent. So I'm looking for guys that I don't care about their free throw percentage because I'm okay losing that category every week. I'm going to be better and stronger in these categories. So this is the very standard way that people play fantasy basketball for that. Uh, the only problem with it in comparison to the sleeper league is you have to st- start your lineup literally every single day. So that's why what drives a lot of people away from fantasy basketball. Um, so looking at your team, so at the top you have, I'll just kind of read off your team and you can let me know uh, you know, your thoughts on your team. So you have Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, John Wall, Chris Middleton, Bam Adebayo, DeMontis Sabonis, uh, Lori Markinen, Will, sorry, uh, yeah, Will Barton, Marcus Smart, who, by the way, you got in a trade with me, James Wiseman, Lamelo Ball, and then Daniel House Jr. So, general thoughts on your team?
1: Yeah, um, first of all, I like, I really like the two you know leagues I'm in. I like this kind of format because it is you know interesting with the categories, and I had a blast last year, so I was looking forward to starting this up again with. With the great uh, group of guys here, um, and uh, you know it's it's tough. I was in the 11th spot this year drafting, so my first, you know, I, I was really wanted to get a solid guard um, that can contribute a lot. Um, I'm really banking on Trey Young to do a lot of damage and uh, you know propel him where he needs to go into to superstardom. Um, you know, looking back at some of these picks, you know, Chris Middleton. Um, you know, Bama bio, I mean, they're good with some categories, but I, you know, as the power rankings came out, I was last with some of these categories, probably because I, you know, wasn't focused completely on them. Um, some injury, you know, John wall, I hope he stays healthy. Um, you know, I took some darts with, uh, James Wiseman and Lamella ball. Um, I think Marcus smart was, you know, smart, um, uh, you know no pun intended there to trade with you because I needed some depth in the in the starting role for my guards. Uh, so I don't know. It's always hard to say where things are gonna land up, but um I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be a great league. And then uh you know I'm hoping that I can at least make the playoffs this year and at least compete for a title.
0: So it looks like just looking at your team and the rankings that came out in the preseason You were number two in assists, and you are number three in rebounds. So that's good. Uh, Those are obviously very common categories. But then also looking at some other categories here, we have you were projected to be last in turnovers. I think that just kind of comes with having so many rookies. And then also you are projected to be 12th in three-pointers made. So it doesn't look like you have, again, this is just projections, but uh, maybe lacking a little bit in three-point shooters. And then you're 11th in blocks and field goal percentage. Uh, which means, I'm assuming you don't have many centers. Usually that's what happens in, in field goal percentage and blocks are big men. Because field goal percentage, your big men will definitely boost up your free throw field goal percentage for sure. Because if you think about it, me putting up a layup or uh, a hook shot is going to be way accurate compared to a, a jump shot. And then 10th in steals. Steals is always an interesting category because... Um, it's pretty hit or miss and you, you need to have like an elite defender on your team to get up in that category.
1: Yeah. And uh, like you said, you know, I was kind of going the strategy of with the field goal percentage to do more of a, a big man play. Um, as you can see, Bama bio, <laughs> the bonus, um, you know, Lori Marklin and James Wiseman are, are typically going to be my core of my big men. So, I'm hoping that they can, you know, rack up some blocks for me, but also, you know, not shoot crazy three pointers that will just destroy the field goal percentage there. Hmm.
0: So my team, as I kind of read through here, includes James Harden, who I'm very, very nervous about, but the pick that I got him at, which was four, is incredible value. Uh, so I got James Harden, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, De'Aaron Fox, Evan Fournier. Uh, Duncan Robinson, Yosef Nurkic, Mitchell Robinson, Thomas Bryant, Darius Baisley, Jay Crowder, Dylan Brooks, and then Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, I got in a trade with you for Marcus Smart. So looking at the categories here, I'm projected to be number one in blocks. If I look at my team here, uh, Nurkic will have a big part of that. Mitchell Robinson will have a big part of that. Thomas Bryant will have a big part in that. I know that uh, Darius Baisley can, contributes in that category as well. Uh, I'm not projected to be good in points or rebounds. So that's weird because I thought I had a good amount of big men, but it doesn't seem that way. Uh, I am projected to be third in steals. Now, third in steals also counted in the fact that I have Marcus Smart. I think that's going to be a little bit off set now because I traded him to you. Marcus Smart's one of the best. People in the league regarding steals I'm projected to be number two in turnovers uh, And then field goal Percentage I'm supposed to be top five Three pointers made I'm supposed to be top five as well For three pointers I mean James Harden's going to get his Shea Gilders Alexander uh, Duncan Robinson obviously being A one tool kind of guy um, I don't even know what I technically Punted right here I mean like rebounds So I guess I didn't take too many big men uh, My free throw percentage Is also projected to be ninth So that's interesting because I also have Harden who is a very outstanding free throw shooter and gets to the line a lot.
1: Yeah. I I honestly, between your team and my team, I like your team a little bit better just in terms of you have a lot of players that have a lot more upside or terms of like they, they're in terms, you know, they don't expect a lot from their teams, but I think they're going to contribute a lot. Um, I think you're going to be probably going to finish the top three and three point percentage with Evan Fournier. You said Duncan Robinson, you know, James Harden, obviously um, I think Jay Crowder is actually a sneaky pick. I like James, Jay Crowder and Dylan Brooks. Those are my two sleeper from, from your team. And I think they're going to
0: do a lot of good for you. So, another little bit of snippet on background of this league. So it's 12 people and we all last year picked a bar and obviously times are a little bit different, but anyways, uh, the last place team has to buy everybody that comes around a round of drinks at the bar of the winner's choice. So what was your bar this year?
1: Oh, I went with the blue, uh, <laughs> on top of, uh, it had, uh, the Fister hotel.
0: <laughs> so you're just trying to screw the last place person by racking up the bill.
1: Yeah, I hope I don't get last, but and I know it's and forcing
0: a, a dress code.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so my bar, I changed it up last year. I was Eagle Park. This year, I'm going to be Hacienda Brewing, which is uh, very close by my place. Very great beers. So that'll be awesome to see. Depending on who wins, <laughs> I think Jake picks Silk on Water. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. yeah. Sorry, I, Jay. I think lap dancers don't apply. <laughs> Drinks only.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> might see. Uh, we might see uh, Dwayne Haskins there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or DJ Wilson, more locally, <laughs> or DJ. <laughs> so, and then also, it's interesting in this type of league because you have a limit. You can only pick up four people a week. It's free pickups, but you have four a week, and you get thirty five for the season. So. You have to kind of limit yourself and be more conservative. You can't just randomly, like I always used to try to do that, drop, add, drop, add, drop, add. You can't do it in a league like this because uh, you have that maximum limit. Looking at some of these other teams that are projected at the top, so I know Billy is projected number one. Uh, He's only projected to finish first in turnovers, which obviously can go either way anyway. But then he's projected to be second in points, field goal percentage and three pointers made, which is huge um, and interesting for sure. I think he had the number two pick, and I don't remember who he took. Do you remember? I think. Oh, he took Luka Doncic. That's yeah, he took. He, t-
1: yep, he took Luka.
0: So then also at the top we have guys like Johnny, his brother. This shit is rigged. He's projected to be first in steals, which is big, and then he's projected to be around four in around three or four categories, which Will be interesting for sure. Uh, and third was me. And then fourth was Brad. Who's projected to actually be first in three categories. Three pointers. Free throw percentage and points. And then second in rebounds. That's really interesting. But then he's also projected to be 11, 11, 10, 9. In four categories. assists, steals, blocks, field goal percentage. Um, so he's just trying to get them buckets. That's for sure. So. We'll see how it ends up going. Um, it is also interesting because again, it's cumulative, so it's not like you're one and 2 and zero, three and zero. You get your record of how many categories you've actually won. We'll see how that ends up going. Um, any other last second thoughts here?
1: No, I'm uh, like I said. I'm just super pumped that NBA's back. I hope everyone, uh, you know, has a good ho- uh, holiday, enjoys uh, some family time, friend time, and uh, hopefully can sit around and watch the Bucks uh, get some Ws here in the first couple games. And uh, I know Giannis is uh, sitting pretty with his money bags, and uh, hopefully, you know, he brings a championship
0: uh, to Milwaukee here. That's all we have for this episode of. Wars with Logan and Friends, we will see you next time.